Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5. 30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. Well, I tell you what, they clean up San Francisco real fast, huh? Isn't that amazing? When they want to, they can actually clean up a city. Agents protecting Naomi Biden fire at carjackers. You heard that in the news report. In the posh Georgetown neighborhood of Washington. But the White House says crime, hey, it's Republicans' fault. It's Congress's fault. What? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 30 minutes of nonstop talk for you on a busy Monday. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. So they went in and they cleaned up San Francisco because they got Xi Jinping coming. Now, look, if you live there and you pay taxes, screw you. What do you they don't they don't care about you. What they care about is the homeless and their rights to camp out on the city streets, have tents. Uh, defecate where they please. Really, though, the left does believe that. They believe in homeless rights justice, and that's part of it. You have a right to live on the streets. So, hey, knock yourself out. If you are a reasonable person, you understand how that's bad for everybody, uh, bad for the homeless, bad for the people that have homes, just bad in general. But Democrats also are soft on crime because they believe that criminals are the victims, the victims of capitalism, the victims of society, so they don't go after criminals either. It becomes a vicious cycle. And they don't clean it up until they have to impress uh, the neighbors, not the neighbors of San Francisco or the residents, but people like Xi Jinping. So that's what they did. Here is a uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Gavin Newsom with his beautiful quaff of hair with that all the oil and gel that guy uses a carbon footprint of 52,000 tons of CO2 just on his hair alone. Here's Gavin Newsom defending San Francisco, cleaning up the homeless camps. Just amazing how that happens. Take a listen. Anytime you put on an event, by definition, you know, you have people over your house. You're going to clean up the house. You get 21 world leaders. You've got tens of thousands of people coming from all uh, around the globe. Uh, what an opportunity to showcase the world's most extraordinary place. So what about the timing of this? What about the timing and the fact that they're just doing it now? Because I agree, yes, yeah, cleaning it up is good. But it seems the timing here is a bit awkward, Governor Newsom, does it not? Uh, cut number 11. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also okay. true for months and months and months prior to APEC, 
We've been having different conversations. Uh huh. That's true because it's true. Here is a news report from Fox Two in San Francisco. How they miraculously were able to clean this up and clean up the city. Uh, but I love some of the reactions too from some of the locals who who were just turning around going, "Hey, uh, you know, not for nothing." But they could have done this for us. They didn't do that. They've just allowed the city to just deteriorate right in front of their eyes. Cut number ten. While San Francisco is in the spotlight for the Asia Pacific Economic Conference, city leaders are making sure the city shines. Tourism is our business here in San Francisco, and we need to focus on making sure that the tourist dollars still come back. Caltrans repaving major roadways like the Harrison Street off-ramp from the I-80. BART doubling down by deep cleaning their stations overnight more often. The city had gotten a little bit dingy over time. Scrubbing and power washing is happening all over the city. Yeah, the bottom of my shoes look clean. It's noticeable how clear the streets look and how few homeless encampments there are on major thoroughfares. Having been a longtime resident in the Bay Area, you just naturally start to wonder of like houseless folks being displaced. Public Works is installing decorative crosswalks in North Beach and Chinatown, and the Webster Street pedestrian bridge in Japantown was recently repainted. The Yerba Buena Gardens at the Moscone Center are decked out with new colorful landscaping and murals, paid for by the Clean California grant, just in time for the 20,000 high-profile CEOs and heads of state coming into town next week. Some people say this should be how it's always done. What about the people who are here year-round, you know, and like local, hardworking, working-class Bay Area folks? Others welcome the cleanup. Anything that brings in uh, a positive look on the city of San Francisco is great. <laughs> Anything that brings it in, right? So thank you to all these international leaders for coming to San Francisco. Do you know that there is a story where CVS in one city is now putting pictures of toilet paper on the shelves? The actual toilet paper, though, is not on the shelves. The toilet paper you have to ask for, but the picture is there so you know what you're looking for. But if you actually want the toilet paper, you got to go and get some a clerk with a key to unlock the toilet paper. So now toilet paper, you see, theft, retail theft is so rampant in cities across this country that they went from locking up things like, you know, televisions and, and now it's now it's basic everyday things like toilet paper, toothpaste, uh, razors, uh, diapers, uh, all kinds of different things. So toilet paper, just remember that we had the toilet paper crisis of covid where you can find any. Now we have the toilet paper crisis of crime because you actually have to just get a clerk to unlock it if you need uh, a, a spare, a, a you gotta you need a wipe you can't spare a square to quote elaine from seinfeld uh so this happening with san francisco i think is making a lot of people really turn around and see the silly silliness of of these democrats here is the los angeles mayor uh saying the city will master lease entire hotels to serve as homeless encampments this is what i mean again another crazy democrat-run city this is los angeles Cut number 12. Well, what we're doing is, is that we are leasing motel rooms. It's a very expensive model, so we're getting ready to master lease, which means we lease the entire motel, and we go to the encampments, which are a series of tents. And what I think the general public might not realize is that in order to survive on the street, people create communities. And so instead of splitting them up, we move the entire community inside. Mm. A community-based organization takes over and provides the services. 
Mm-hmm. So we're going to just have hotels in one of the most beautiful at one time cities in the country, a very popular tourist destination. Now going to be homeless encampments. Good. Excellent. Wonderful. That's great. That's good for the economy. I'm sure everybody's going to be happy about that. This is the problem, though. This is the problem that we're dealing with with the Democrat Party. Now, on the presidential front, I mentioned to you earlier that Nikki Haley says she's surging in the polls. She's not wrong that she's surging in the polls, uh, her internal polls. Outside of, of, of her internal polls, though, and internal polls can show you anything, Nikki Haley is not going anywhere. You know this, and I know this. This is Nikki Haley from over the weekend. And the one thing I will say she's correct on is that the establishment is circling the wagons around Nikki Haley. Cut number two. It's so ridiculous. We are surging in the polls. Not only are we surging in the polls, if you look in the swing states, it shows that we beat Biden by 10 to 13 points. We are now second place in Iowa, second place in New Hampshire, second place in South Carolina. There are no other candidates that are going to be getting in the race because now it's got to late. We have plenty of money that we're going to be on TV with, and you're going to see that we're going to be strong, not just in Iowa. We're going to be strong in Iowa. We're going to be strong in New Hampshire. We're going to be strong in South Carolina because we spent our money well. We've got great ground games in every one of those states, and we're going to keep surging. We've got Trump that's flatlined. You've got DeSantis that's falling at polls, and we continue to go up. We've had a great, um, we had a great last debate. We had and, um, we raised a million dollars in the in 24 hours past the debate, and we're going to go work hard to earn every Iowan, every Granite Stater, and every South Carolinian okay. vote because we but, have a country to save. I love how she says Trump is flatlined. Flatlined. He's got a 50 percent lead. He doesn't have to go any higher. He doesn't have to do a damn thing. He's going to win the nomination. Trump is flatlined. Really, Nikki? Uh, Matt, I sent you a clip. Vivek Ramaswamy commented on Nikki Haley. These two hate each other, back and forth, back and forth. But I think his point about Nikki Haley is an accurate one. And I'll, I'll give you a second to pull that up. But I think his point on Nikki Haley is an accurate one. And that is that Nikki Haley is a different kind of Republican, the old school kind, the the, the kind, the pre-Trump kind of Republican. Oh, and while we're waiting for that, I just want to let you know the post-millennial has a story. Uh, it just came out a short time ago. Photos of c- cocaine found at the White House have been released after a Freedom of Information Act request. So photos of cocaine, cocaine that was discovered in a phone locker in the Biden White House's past summer have been released after a report by the Daily Mail, a Freedom of Information Act request. So they're showing the cocaine. Now, this is perfect timing for my movie, Cocaine White House Dogs. Because, you know, as you know, Major and Commander, the two dogs, went crazy, started biting people, biting Secret Service agents. And my theory has always been that they were doing the cocaine at the White House. You know, whoever had the cocaine, they were, you know, just dropping a little powder here and there. The dogs would sniff it. And much like how Cocaine Bear was an international smash sensation, Cocaine White House Dogs is going to be the blockbuster of the summer. And if the bar that I'm comparing it to is the Marvels, the new Marvel movie, which was a freaking disaster, I didn't go see it, but I heard it's just an absolute mess, full of Disney's wokeness and everything else, I will make a lot of money as the filmmaker behind White House Cocaine Dogs. 500 people have made it onto the total suspect list, according to the Secret Service, but they have not been able to determine whose cocaine it is. They have not been able to figure out whose cocaine it is. Now, <laughs> I have a theory on that as well. You can imagine who I think the cocaine belongs to. It starts with H and ends with Biden. And it's and the middle is Hunter. 
So I think that that's who I think the cocaine belongs to. Hang on, I'm, work, I'm working that out. I'm doing the math. Sure. It, H, and then it ends with Biden, and then Unter is the middle part of it. <laughs> it's my theory again. I have no proof, but, you know. And then Hunter comes, and then Hunter you know, drops some cocaine. The dogs sniff it. The dogs go crazy. The dogs start biting. Cocaine White House dogs. We're all rich, and then we can move on with our lives. Good. Good plan. I like it. I'll go see that movie. Uh, I, I, I would hope so. I'd appreciate it. The question is, are you going to get popcorn and a Coca-Cola? Obviously. Obviously, Matt DeSantis. Obviously, you're going to get those things. Come on, please. What's the point of even going to the movies if you're not getting popcorn and a Coca-Cola? And drowning that popcorn in the butter, I might add. Oh, you go with the butter, huh? Oh, I drown it. Yeah, I want my popcorn swimming. You're a disgusting human being. It's really Coca-Cola and popcorn. You're going to be dead by the time you're 40. You know that, right? It's a good combination. If you, I'm just saying, if you keep this up, I'm just telling you. I'll I'll, I'll die happy. <laughs> you'll, die, you'll die a happy man? All right, good. <laughs> uh, here is Vivek Ramaswamy uh, talking about the kind of Republican that Nikki Haley is. I think he's right on this point. It's also the reason why I'm not a fan of Nikki Haley. I do think her foreign policy... Uh, would be terrible for America. She's spending so much time going on about the need for us to support Ukraine. Take a listen. Landslide. So Nikki Haley picks up another major establishment donor. You and her have gone at it. Uh, no gloves, uh, no rules. Uh, where's this animosity? Where does this animosity between you two come from? Well, you'd have to ask her for the animosity. She's the one that's been coming for me the entire race. But I think there's a fundamental ideological divide. She represents an older generation of Republicans. She talks a lot about we need a new new generation of leadership. I agree with her. It's just that she's on the wrong side of that generational divide, taking us back to the Dick Cheney era, pointless wars that wasted $7 trillion of national debt that we accumulated, thousands of America's sons and daughters of lives sacrificed, people my age. That's a mistake. And I think that anybody who has made money off those wars, people who have been part of the establishment, joining military contractors, monetizing their time in government, I don't care if that's the Biden corruption family or if it's a Republican version of that, which is what I see in Nikki Haley, it's wrong. And so I'm calling that out. The establishment doesn't appreciate that very much. But I think we deserve somebody who is not just a puppet of the special interests, but somebody who's independent, coming in from the outside, speaking the truth in an unvarnished way and answering what it means to be an American for the next generation. And I'm the one to do that. Well, you know what? I think he's right. I think most conservative voters today agree with him on his position and not her. And I think that that's why the establishment is rallying around her. Because, again, I mean, who's the establishment? It's the people that get rich off the military-industrial complex. Both parties have this. Both parties have this problem, the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. They have this problem. So, you know, if, if you if you sit here and, and I and I tell you that there are powerful forces that are afraid that Donald Trump will become president again because he's not going to give them the endless wars. They're the exact same people that stopped him the last time he was running. And I told him this in the Oval Office when I was there with him. I told him the reason why they want to stop you is because you will not give them their war. That's the bottom line. And. Vivek is right, and but it's the reason why they're rallying around Nikki Haley. I, I'm sorry, but there are people who have to realize something. Americans have been through 20 years on the war on terror, and they're just tired of it, and they're tired, and they want to support. They Yes, it's one thing to support friends. It's one thing to do that. It's another thing to be 
in these perpetual wars forever. Her argument earlier that I heard her make, which wanted to make my head explode, is how Ukraine is tied to Israel and how we have to support Ukraine funding along with Israel funding because Putin wants Russia, I'm sorry, Putin wants Israel to lose. And therefore, if we can stop Putin in in Ukraine, it'll help Israel. I mean, it's just such a, the logic here and moving the arrows around to make this all kind of make sense. And you just realize this person is out of, touch just out of touch i was asked by carrie if i was going to mention tim scott um what can i say i I think tim scott is recognizing that there's no pathway here and he's gotten out of the race obviously i never thought he was going to be the nominee i think tim scott would be a great running mate i don't think donald trump is really going to pick tucker carlson i don't think tucker carlson would want to do it i think tim scott getting out of the race now is smart for him and and now it's time for others to get out of the race too Trump's going to be the nominee. It's the bottom line. The only fear that I have is that the reason why Tim Scott is getting out now is because there is this movement. And I hope and I hope I'm wrong on this because I don't I don't put Tim Scott in this category. But I I obviously you can see that the Republican establishment is now starting to recognize they need to coalesce around one candidate to stop Trump. One. And this was very similar to what happened with the Democrats. If you remember back in 2020, there was this one weekend where it started with Pete Buttigieg and then they all just dropped out of the race and they all got behind Joe Biden. It was like that. It was like one weekend. It all happened. And the reason for that, of course, was to stop Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders was the goal. They had to stop Bernie to make sure that he would not be the nominee because Bernie's another one that they can't tell what to do. There are a handful of people who actually think for themselves and will not be governed by the establishment. And on the Democrat side, it's Bernie. So that's why they kept America's mother-in-law, Elizabeth Warren, in the race so that she could draw votes from Bernie Sanders. And she's an establishment player. She is. She's she's very establishment. So they kept America's mother-in-law in the race to draw votes from from Bernie. And then they all circled the wagons around Joe Biden so that they could have Joe Biden be the nominee. That was their strategy. Now, I hope that that's not what's happening. I hope that Tim Scott's not playing that game. I guess the only way you'll know is if you'll start to see other people drop out of the race. But they they have figured out that, that Ron DeSantis is not the Trump killer that they hoped he was. He's not going to he's not going to take down Trump. If he was going to, he would have done it by now. That's the bottom line. If he was going to take out Trump, he would have done it by now. And he hasn't. And he's not going to. He's not making a dent that's that's what's happening that's my quick analysis for you in 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 two seconds that's where i see it i just hope that it's not i hope that tim scott is not getting out of the race to try to coalesce around a candidate i hope that that's not what he's saying this is what he said with trey gowdy he was on with him uh when he made the announcement last night i think a lot of people your phones probably blew up with alerts when he made this announcement on his show cut number one if you ever want to love your country more run for president traveling this country meeting people has been one of the most fantastic experiences of my entire life I love America more today than I did on May 22nd. But when I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential uh, candidate. I am suspending my campaign. I I think the voters uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me uh, not now, Tim. 
I don't think they're saying, Trey, no, but I do think they're saying not now. And so I'm going to respect the voters and I'm going to hold on and keep working really hard and uh, look forward to another opportunity. Now, I'm not saying Tim Scott's part of this. But Mark Levin tweeted out an hour ago the following. I just wanted to share this with you. He said, certain rhino billionaires like Andrew Sabin are coalescing behind Nikki Haley as the Republican establishment candidate, as the GOP establishment uses their money and influence against the conservative base. See, if, if Trump becomes president, Ukraine, it's not going to happen anymore. Where the, the, the 120 billion and the billions and the weapons and everything, because it's going to end. That's what's going to happen. Putin's getting rich off this war. You know, Putin is is uh, he's selling natural gas around the world. I don't know if people realize that Vladimir Putin is still getting rich off this war. But remember something. The mayor of Moscow's wife bribed Hunter Biden. I was like twelve million dollars or something like that. So the Bidens are getting it on both ends. But there was a story that my friend Eric Ford sent me the other day. Spain and Belgium have increased their Russian liquid natural gas imports. Europe imported about the same amount of Russian liquefied natural gas from January to September of 2023 as it did during the same period last year. But some countries actually increased the amount of liquid natural gas that they're importing into their countries. Spain and Belgium increased imports of liquid natural gas from Russia by 50% during this period, year on year, while France saw Russia liquid natural gas imports rise by 40%. Approximately 27% of Spain's imported liquid natural gas for the same period came from Russia, and Belgium relied even more heavily on Russia for 37% of its liquid natural gas. France, for its part, had 15% of its liquefied natural gas coming from Russia. Following the Russian invasion of Ukraine in February of 2022, the European Union vowed to cut reliance on Russian fossil fuels, but quickly bumped up against concerns that it was substituting one form of pollution for another. New data from the Institute for Energy Economics and Financial Analysis LNG tracker shows European countries are still expanding liquid natural gas infrastructure and still buying it from Russia. Wouldn't it be something if we were if they were buying it from the United States of America? If we had a big liquid natural gas export facility right outside of Philadelphia, right where I'm very close to where I'm broadcasting from, that would be amazing. But instead, because climate change is the number one policy of the left, we are not allowed. We don't we don't we don't sell our we don't do that. You know, we're not even allowed to to transport liquid natural gas by rail anymore in this country. So if you think Putin's getting hurt in this war, you're crazy. He's still making money. The European Union spent ready five point five euro billion on Russian liquid natural gas. Liquid natural gas imports from the United States have jumped since 2022, making the U.S. the European Union's top supplier. But guess who's number two? Russia providing 12 percent of liquid natural gas supply for the entire European Union. So these other countries around the world could buy from us, but we Luckily, are still Europe's number one exporter of natural gas. So we're still they're buying ours, which is good. We could do a lot more. We could we could sell even more around this world. We could sell a lot more. But instead, Putin's getting rich. And just ask yourself if the European Union was so concerned that Vladimir Putin was going to go through Ukraine and then conquer Europe. Why are they buying his liquid natural gas? Why is why is Russia then the number two biggest provider of liquid natural gas for the entire European Union? Hmm. 
<laughs> Explain that to me. France, Belgium. Maybe Europe's really not worried about those things. Or maybe they are, but they just really need liquid natural gas because guess what? As much as the climate change green kooks turn around and pretend like the world doesn't need these things, the world actually needs these things. So imagine that. But I'll tell you, don't think for a second that the establishment wants what's going on in Ukraine to end because a lot of people are getting rich off of this. So when I hear Nikki Haley go on her tangents about how it is that we have to make sure that we are all in on Ukraine, all I keep thinking of is, yep, that's exactly what the establishment wants to hear. That's 100% what they want to hear. And if you think we're actually stopping Russia, how could we be stopping Russia if Putin's still getting rich selling oil and selling natural gas? How could we really be stopping Russia? We can't. So all we're doing is wasting our money, but it's not a waste if you, can, if you consider how many defense contractors are getting rich off of the war in Ukraine. A California eighth grader was suspended over blackface allegations after he wore face paint to a high school football game. This is, again, one of the big fugazis. And we talked earlier to Greg Lakayanoff, who is the CEO of FIRE. FIRE is involved in this case. So a boy was suspended from his California middle school after allegedly wearing blackface to a local high school football game. Now, that sounds horrible. And you'd say to yourself, why would, it, why would a middle schooler wear blackface? What, what's going on with that? Well, the problem is that it's more likely the face paint that the boy was wearing was eye paint. The same exact kind that major league athletes wear every day on game day. You remember Matt DeSantis during the playoffs, I kept asking why, what's his name? Uh, with the beard for the Phillies. I know Henry's off today, so he would jump in and tell me. Uh, the dude with the beard, you know. I have no idea. Yeah, I you're even worse than I am. About it. Yeah, you know way more about baseball than I do. Yeah, well, he always has that black face paint. And I guess so does Bryce Harper. A lot of athletes do. That it's like black under the eyes, kind of on top of the cheeks, which I think that we're told it keeps the sun out of the eyes or something like that. Brandon, right. let's go Brandon, Brandon, not Brandon, Brandon Marsh. Uh, so this kid. You're correct. I just Googled it. It is Brandon Marsh. Well, thank you for that. I, of course I was correct. I was testing you, Matt DeSantis, to see if you knew this. I, I don't know anything about baseball. So the San Diego Unified School District uh, suspended this kid, and they've denied his appeal of the uh, suspension. So the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression issued two letters, first to the principal and second to the superintendent of schools, expressing their concerns about the misplaced punishment and the school's apparent denial of the family's appeal. Fire was disappointed to learn that the San Diego Unified School District has denied the appeal of his suspension. We note the notice of the decision is dated November 8th, 2023. The same day, Fire sent the district and the Muirlands Middle School the enclosed letter explaining that his punishment violates the First Amendment. Therefore, we write to confirm the district's decision is final and will not be reconsidered. The boy painted his face black at a football game is what the school alleges. And they said that this was offensive and was done to intent with the intent to create harm. But it was just eye paint. Ultimate Fugazi here was just eye paint. Their letter to the principal stated that they were concerned by the middle school's discipline of this young boy for wearing exaggerated eye black face paint to a recent football game. Now, even if it was, in fact, blackface it would still be protected speech as they note however it wasn't blackface it was makeup it was the kind that athletes wear 
And, and, um, and, you know, it's funny, too, because Fire put out, uh, along with their paper, they put all kinds of pictures of athletes wearing that black paint under their eyes, black athletes, white athletes, black paint under their eyes, on their cheeks. Quote, J.A.'s appearance, it's a middle school student, emulated the style of eye black worn by many athletes. Such use of eye black began as a way to reduce glare during games, but long ago evolved into a miniature billboard for personal messages and war paint slatherings. And there have been no complaints about the face paint or the student at the game. Quote from Fire, you did not indicate that anyone complained about his face paint or that it caused any sort of disruption. Similarly, the suspension report says only that he painted his face black at a football game and lists his alleged offense as offensive comment intent to harm. Yet his non-disruptive, objectively inoffensive face paint was constitutionally protected expression. The First Amendment protects not only pure speech, but nonverbal expression, such as music, dance, painting, and parades. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, whose decisions bind this middle school, has similarly held tattoos, which may consist of words, realistic or abstract images, symbols, or a combination of these, are a form of pure expression, entitled to First Amendment protection. The same logic applies to face and body paint. But again, even if all of that is true, all of that's true, it was just freaking paint like an athlete wears. The boy's father told Cal Coast News that the family had a fun, great night without any trouble. A security guard, who the boy's father notes was black, encouraged even more paint for the boy. The paint was on his cheeks, but left his nose, forehead, and most of the area around his mouth unpainted. And they suspended this kid for this. This is the kind of freaking cancel culture fugazi nonsense that we have to got to stop in this country. And, you know, I'm looking at the kid's picture, too, and it's so obvious that he's not trying to pull like a like a like a like a 1910 racist vaudeville act. He's just looking like an athlete looks with a little bit of black paint on his face. But this is, the you know, but think of the attention that they can scream about. Right. Think of the attention they can get as a school district suspends him and screams hate, hate speech. And then they can talk about domestic violent extremism. The kid's a freaking middle schooler and nobody was offended. Nobody. Miss California for you. And sadly, most of America, too. Thank God fire's on the case, though, to fight it. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. If you would like to weigh in on everything we are discussing on the show today, it is a busy, busy one. Yes, and thanks to Anthony Dorenzo, Attic Anthony, for texting Marsh. Thank you, Anthony. I knew it was Brandon Marsh. I just didn't know if Matt DeSantis knew it was Brandon Marsh. I didn't know it was Brandon Marsh. Exactly. I'm not the baseball expert that Rich Zioli is. You know who else wears black makeup? Uh, Batman. <laughs> he does. He, he wears it under the eyes so that it hides his eyes by the cow. Are you suggesting that Bruce Wayne should be canceled next? I'm just saying. <laughs> ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne, yes, 100%. That, that, ben Affleck's Batman should be canceled, but no, otherwise, no. The George Clooney one could probably get canceled, too. That yeah, no yeah, 100%. That whole movie was a disaster. It was a freaking disaster. Batman and Robin? Yeah. The only good part of it was Alicia Silverstone, who's a weirdo, though. You know, she chews her food and feeds it to her kids like a bird. Ew, what? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. She's in a new Netflix movie with uh, Benicio Del Toro. It was pretty good. It was called, um, like, Snake or something, something something like that. And it was pretty good. It was okay. It was not bad. but That's disgusting. I can't get over the baby bird comment. And you can. You watch the whole movie with her, and you, all you think is you chew your food and feed it to your kids. That's sick. 
It's gross. How old Disgusting. Are kids? Um, well, now they're older, but they, she did this when they were young, like 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 little babies. It's gross. It's disgusting, actually. I'd rather eat a freaking bird. I'd rather eat a bird and give it to my kid than <laughs> chew my food like a bird and feed it to them like a bird. I'd rather eat a live bird, rip its head off and everything, like, you know, think, Ozzy Osbourne style. I think what makes her even crazier is not even that she does it, but that she's willing to tell the rest of society that she does it. Yeah, yes, to make a big point of it. You're right about that. Oof. She was my crush, though, in the 90s. One of them, anyway. <laughs> Never get dinner with her. No. Although, if she asked me to dinner, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, 855-839-1210. We have, uh, we're going to talk about the economy coming up next. Our buddy EJ Antonis here with some uh, shocking news of how bad Biden's economy is. We'll get into that with you as well. But I want to tell you, you know, the holidays are here. Uh, have you noticed uh, people starting to put up the pounds yet? Well, soon they will with all the holiday parties happening. You don't have to be one of those people, though, because 40 days from now, you could lose 20 to 40 plus pounds guaranteed. That's right. Guaranteed weight loss with NJ Diet. All you have to do is go to NJDiet.com. That's right. NJDiet.com. You'll lose the weight for good. You'll feel good and you'll look great, too. Just as everybody is bloating up for the holidays and trying to hide it behind ugly Christmas sweaters. And the reason why it works is because NJ Diet's all natural. It's based on your biochemistry. There's no shots, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no surgery, none of that nonsense. Just real weight loss customized for your body. They use your DNA, hair hair samples, saliva samples. They customize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone. This way you're not just losing water weight, you're actually burning fat. It's a great thing. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to them today by going to njdiet.com. There are locations close by in King of Prussia, Cherry Hill and Newark, Delaware. Or call them today, 855-5-NJ-DIET. 20 to 40 plus pounds guaranteed, contractually guaranteed with NJDiet.com. You can do this, so get started today, NJDiet.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's the 5 o'clock happy hour. Happy hour. 
to you by the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May. Save 15% on midweek stays, Sunday through Thursday. Now till December 31st. Just mention the promo code Zioli at GrandHotelCapeMay.com. start using surveillance to monitor your speech. I'll get to that in a moment. Welcome back. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. But there's some news on the national debt that should absolutely make you think twice. Uh, Here to talk about it with me is my buddy, Dr. E.J. Antoni, economist and research fellow in the Heritage Foundation's Grover M. Herman Center for the Federal Budget. E.J., how are you, pal? Rich, I'm hanging in. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy. I'm feeling good. I had a laugh, though, because over the weekend, I listened to this Biden communications director, Michael Tyler, who said that, look, if you think people are worse off economically under Biden, that's why we need another four years to finish the job. I mean, that's what their argument is. We know that we know that things stink right now for you, but give us another four years so we can fix the mistakes and the mess we made. Oh, yeah. Then, then they really will finish the job, as in then they're actually going to you know, kill the person. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> they, they're going to finish off the economy. That's what they're going to finish. Now, you tweeted out earlier that the October Treasury statement is out. Now, what, what is the October Treasury statement? Is it something they put out every month or what is it? Exactly. So Treasury has to put out a monthly statement. Really, it's the fiscal service, which is a subset of of the Treasury Department. So they put out this monthly statement that essentially shows you here's all the money coming in and here's where all the money is going. And and this one was bad. I mean, they've been bad for a while, but this one in particular, uh, I think, is a wake up call to, to everybody, especially the politicians here in D.C., all right. So what what does it tell us? What is it saying? And, and how much worse has it gotten under this president? Well, the, the big thing that pops out right away is the fact that the, the deficit projected by the Treasury, these aren't even my numbers. So I think it's going to be worse than this. But even just the Treasury is saying we're going to have a massive deficit. And of that deficit, a trillion dollars is going to go just to interest on the debt. In fact, just in the month of October, the the amount we spent in interest on the debt again this isn't paying down the debt this is just servicing the debt just the interest 89 billion dollars for context the entire department of health and human services was 90 billion dollars there's less than a billion dollars difference there and the amount we're spending on the debt is now 40 percent of all the personal income taxes that we collect as a government i mean this is absolutely insane 
89 billion with a B for the month, just as for the month. <laughs> That's 40% of all income taxes collected, twice the level from October of 2022, and less than a billion dollars away from surpassing the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, the entire budget. That's uh, that's just uh, re- crazy and unsustainable, completely unsustainable. Why? I, I guess maybe people don't really translate that into their own daily lives. But EJ, this weekend, I was back at the grocery store doing the shopping. I like to do the shopping. And I'm telling you, man, the prices, are it, it's killing us. Everything. And people are saying now, well, everything's expensive. They're just sort of accepting it. Everything's expensive. I don't think people realize how much of the macro inflation component is affecting the micro inflation of the food and the other price the items that they're buying on a single daily basis exactly and you know we keep hearing about how oh well you know inflation has come down and people are wondering if inflation is coming down why don't i feel any better right and part of that's because so many in the news keep in, keep conflating inflation coming down with prices coming down that's not the same thing inflation coming down just means prices are going up at a slower rate but they're still going up so prices aren't coming down. Prices continue to rise. You know, you're, it's like when a doctor says, hey, you know, you still have cancer. The tumor's still growing. It's just not growing quite as fast as it was before. So it's going to take longer to kill you. But it's still going to kill you. I mean, and, and the other thing, Rich, that's, that's I think is why people are really, really continuing uh, to feel these high prices so much on a monthly basis now is the fact that we're going to get inflation data tomorrow And what it's going to show is that for the fourth month in a row, prices have risen faster than people's earnings. So are prices rising slower than they were, you know, a year and a half ago? Well, yeah, sure. Prices were going up, uh, you know, over 9% annually at that point. So price increases have come down, but prices still are rising and they're still rising faster than earnings. Oh, good because that's fun and 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 rising faster than earnings. And where do the, where do the the jobs stand right now? Because I, I heard um, uh, one of the Biden's people over the weekend saying something like, "Yeah, but you got the labor market's hot, baby. It's cooking." Oh dear goodness, you know, it's it's amazing uh, what can happen when you remove oh I don't know maybe five million people from the labor force. That's not an exaggeration, by the way. If, if you look at those not in the labor force, which is an official category for the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's literally 5 million higher today than it was before the pandemic. A lot of that has to do with all the additional people who have gone on disability the last two years. But whatever the case, if if you throw those people back in, depending on how exactly you want to calculate the unemployment rate, you get an actual unemployment rate somewhere between 6.5% and 7.4%. That's a far cry from the official rate of 3.9% that we allegedly have today. So, you know, it, it's amazing what just, you know, taking 5 million people out of your labor calculations can do for you. <laughs> Dr. E.J. Antoni, always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll talk to you the next time more economic bad news. You'll, we only talk to you when there's bad economic news lately. What's up with that? Is that that's not your fault, though. <laughs> Please don't shoot the messenger. thanks buddy appreciate it calling the media pa to follow 1210 1210. wphd on the free odyssey app download it now
Uh, so New York State is now going to be spying on you on social media. And, of course, the reason why they're doing this is because the government loves to monitor speech. And all under the guise of keeping you safe, they are now going to be compiling data that they can use to spy on you. Here is New York Governor Kathy Hochul. She said this a short time ago. Pay very close attention here because I always tell you the weaponized government isn't just on the federal level. It's everywhere Democrats are in power. They weaponize government. They censor speech. They monitor speech. And they always want to make sure they know what you're saying. Take a listen. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms. And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment, to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. We expect to see people celebrating their lives, walking about freely, and that is no longer the case because people are living in fear. They have a right to do whatever they want here in the state of New York. Mm, okay, so let me let me understand this correctly here. This is about protecting who then? The Jewish people of faith? Is that what she's getting at? Because she doesn't really say. No, you know what this is? I'll tell you exactly what this is. This is the classic example of the government saying that they want to have more power over you, and then they want to have more ability to know what you're saying, and all under the guise of we have to keep you safe, so we'll, we'll come up with some excuse and then spy. That's what, that's what she's talking about there. Oh, come on. What do you think? Is this really what? About protecting Jewish people in New York? Give me a break. Please, stop. Oh, and uh, you know who is now out officially? Megan Rapino or Rapino, however you say her name. Uh, she went down in the sixth minute as the O.L. Reign lost to the Gotham FC. Is that Gotham? What is that? Is in like Gotham is in where Batman lives, Gotham, or... <laughs> Uh, this may come as a shock to you, but I know even less uh, about women's soccer than I do about Major League Baseball. Good. Well, that was a test, because if you knew about women's soccer, not after knowing who Brandon Marsh was, you were going to be taken <laughs> off the show in handcuffs. Well, I recognize the name. I don't don't know who he is. Okay, I'm just, make, I'm just making sure that you understand, because it was very close. If you're going to turn around and then start opining about women's soccer, we were all, it was, was going to have an intervention. That's, that's all I'm going to say. It was going to lead to an intervention. That's a, That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but here and here is America hating, man hating Megan Rapinoe after her injury, which took her out Saturday night. She tore her Achilles, cut 14. This is a long one, although I'm, I'm going to get the Aaron Rodgers treatment, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be calling him or whoever did his surgery because when we does speed this up. But yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there wasn't God, like this is proof that there is a this is up. Um, so yeah, it just it's just up because like six minutes in, eat my Achilles. I mean, what the? 
She sounds like such a lovely, positive person. I really wish I could hang out with her. Uh, just such good vibes coming from Megan Rapinoe, huh? She's always complaining about something. You tore your freaking Achilles. Get it, it, it will heal. You'll be all right. You're not the first. Athletes tear things. That, that happens. Wow. See, what a whiner. What a whiner. I've never heard her in a good mood ever. I'm now, I get it. She tore her Achilles. I'd be in a pretty uh, pretty uh, bitter mood as well. But uh, the statement rings true regardless of what subject she's discussing. She's yeah, just exactly. always angry. She's always angry. She's always in a bad mood. And she's always just, whether it's she's mad at America, she hates God. I mean, who does she like to hang around with? I guess other angry lesbian soccer players, I guess. I mean, it's the only group maybe she wants to hang out with. I don't know. <laughs> Reach out to her. Invite her on the show. Oh, find out. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure she's dying to make an appearance on the Rich Zioli show. I'm sure she'd. I'm sure she'd love to join us. Right? She'd love it. <laughs> Come on, Megan. I would be interested in seeing what the response was. Uh, yeah. And first of all, if she, I guess here's my question: If she didn't tear her Achilles, would she then believe in God? Like if she if she if she won the game Saturday night, would she come back from that game and turn around and say there is a God because I didn't tear my Achilles, I didn't get hurt, and we won the game? <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> so, in all the other times that she didn't tear her Achilles and won soccer games, at any point there, that did not serve as proof that there was a God. Interesting. She's thirty-eight years old. What was she expecting? Yeah, you know what, Megan? Here's this is gonna make you cranky. You're old. You're old for an athlete. And you're not very good. And everybody hates you. <laughs> and the only one who, the only, Carly Lloyd hates you too. She may not say it out loud, but you know she hates you. Because she had to play with your miserable, miserable ass. Yeah, 38. Uh, I mean, how many professional athletes are still at the, their peak at 38? Dude, I tore old? my ACL making breakfast for the kids this morning. Give me a break, all right? I, I tore, I, I legit tore my, my, one of my many, many tears playing dodgeball with my son in the backyard two summers ago. And I'm not even close to being a professional athlete, and I'm older than that. So give me a break. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, man. Megan Rapinoe. Uh, oh, and uh, Jamie Raskin. Here's another stupid clip for you. Jamie Raskin was on MSNBC with Jen Psaki, and he has an idea of what a second Trump term would look like. This is little Jamie Raskin. Take a listen. Well, the, the role of the government, in his view, is to advance his political fortunes and destroy his political enemies. So what would a second term look like? It would look a lot like Vladimir Putin in Russia. It would look a lot like Viktor Orban in Hungary. Illiberal democracy, meaning democracy without rights or liberties or respect for the uh, due process system, the rule of law. I guess my question is, if it looks like a lot like Vladimir Putin, does that mean that America will start getting rich off selling liquid natural gas to Europe like Vladimir Putin's doing? I'm just Again, I got to ask the question. It's ironic coming from Jamie Raskin, considering that this administration, Biden's administration, is literally going after Donald Trump in federal court for defrauding America for saying that the election was stolen. I mean, we're literally prosecuting the main rival to the president of the United States of America. And guys like him and guys like David Brooks from The New York Times and others are out there saying how Trump's administration, a second Trump administration, would start going after political enemies. That's literally what you're doing right now. You guys, this administration is literally going after political enemies and has weaponized its Department of Justice. 
And we're going to talk to one of the victims of that. We talked to Mark Houck at 6 o'clock tonight, a little bit after 6. Mark is now suing after the FBI raided his house. 20 armed agents dragging him out of his house in the morning over an incident outside of Planned Parenthood Clinic, which I should remind you was reviewed by Larry Krasner, the district attorney of Philadelphia. And even he did not see anything there that was worth charging. So we'll talk about that coming up with Pastor Mark Houck. And I hope he can win. But the problem is the government keeps turning around and going, ah, we have immunity. We're allowed to do these things. You can't do anything to us. And that's why they get so brazen and they do whatever the hell they want. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. But Mark is fighting back. And I say good. On behalf of all Americans, we got to fight back when the Biden Department of Justice goes after innocent Americans because of their political beliefs. And that's exactly what happened in this case. 100% that's what happened. Listen, if you need medical care for your family, the absolute best medical care is Cooper University Healthcare. How do I know? Because that's where the entire Zioli family goes for all of our medical needs. Yes, when I did tear my whatever it was, I went to Cooper. Just like when I tore my rotator cuff, I went to Cooper. Dr. Matthew Kleiner, uh, he wound up fixing it for me. Great surgeon, repaired it. And recently this summer, of course, I had my diverticulitis surgery at Cooper. And Cooper has life-saving cancer care at the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper, as well as the Cooper Neurological Institute, where they're doing amazing work on the brain. Truly, truly saving lives after stroke and dementia, giving people time back that they so desperately need. And there are Cooper Urgent Care Centers near you for all of everyday life's everyday urgent care needs. You'll see the very same doctors, nurses, and providers who are on the front lines at the nation's number one level one trauma center. Just get an appointment by going to cooperhealth.org or 1-800-8-COOPER. With more than 75 specialties for you and your family, there is a Cooper doctor waiting to help you today. Cooperhealth.org. Remember, the Zioli family has chosen Cooper for all of our needs, from pediatric all the way up to primary and advanced surgical care. Because Cooper is committed, compassionate, complete. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 